0: You must come first. Your mental health and well-being needs to be top priority because if it isn't then you won't be able to do your best with the other stuff. It's like when you're in the, on an aeroplane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first rather than helping anybody else. It's exactly the same. This means that sometimes you do need to prioritise yourself above your job, above your family and above your friends. Hello and welcome to the final episode of this of Not Your Forever Job, the show that helps you figure out what it is that you want to do in your STEM career and how to make it happen. This year has been so crazy, it's kind of been like this messed up blur and I don't think any of us could have actually predicted what's happened and there's a lot of uncertainty still with 2021 and how the next year is actually going to start or what it's even going to be like but with this vaccine then fingers crossed we're going to be okay we can start thinking about potentially getting back to normal so what we're going to look at in this episode is how you can kick start 2021 in the best possible way. And if you're somebody that usually sets goals and, and you reflect on your year, then brilliant. This um, is definitely for you. And also, if you're somebody that doesn't usually set goals or, or reflect on how the year is has gone, then this is also for you. Because what we're going to do is we're going to look at five steps that you can take in order to look at what it is that you want next year and how you can start to make it happen and this is something that I go through every single year in fact I actually do it twice a year because I always do a a check-in after six months just to see how I'm doing and um how things are going because If you don't reflect on on what you want and how your year has gone then you can end up kind of just doing what other people tell you to do or doing what you feel you should do and you can lose um, control or connection with yourself. So this is essentially about setting time aside for you to figure things out Based on your terms, what you want, and what you want from 2021. And I am so, so excited for this because I love this. Part because essentially, when I do this, I get lots of color pens out and there's post-it notes, and I do lots of brainstorming and, and visuals. But I'm a very like hands-on person like that. You might just want to brainstorm in in a word document, or you might just want to go on a walk. Whatever way you want to approach it, I've got five steps that you can take. You can do it right now. You can do it later in December, or you can do this. Um, right at the beginning of January, whatever it is that you want. And if it already is 2021 and you're listening to this, how weird is this? Hello, hello in the future. It's just an incredible time to kind of think about what it is that you want and get grounded. So let's kick things off. Okay, so first up, we need to reflect on the positives from the year. So I want you to take a step back, look at your year and make a list of all of the positives that have happened and these positives are very personal to you. There's no big or small wins here, this is about understanding what is important to you and the thing is in society most people think that Positives mean massive things like winning awards or writing a book, which, don't get me wrong, are all wonderful and these are amazing and these are wins too, but there is so much more to life than this. Positives could be, um, I managed to get out of bed even when I felt like everything was falling apart around me or... I took steps forward to finding a new job. These are just a couple of things that that you might be thinking. Or it might be that you've realized that you're not happy where you are for the first time. And you feel like you might actually want to do something about it. Maybe you feel ready for the first time to actually do something about something you're not happy with. Or, Or maybe you've survived the first year of parenthood. Or you've got a new hobby which you absolutely love. So these positives are so personal to you. So don't think about anybody else. Don't this is not about sitting there and comparing yourself to other people and what you've seen on Instagram and what everyone else is doing. Do not think about that. This is only about you, okay? So what positives have happened for you this year? Okay, so number two is ask yourself what do I want? So what is it that you want? And this is a really difficult one, because it's all right saying, oh, I really, you know, I really want a new watch. But I I don't mean that I mean something that's a little bit deeper. I mean, what do you want from life from your career, from your year next next year. So it might be that, This year, you've been so focused on firefighting or looking after people or just surviving because it's been a crazy year that your own needs have just been pushed to the side. Or maybe you have managed to find some time to reflect and think about yourself, but how much of that has actually happened? This is why it's vital that you touch base with yourself and you ask, What do I want? What do you want? And, you know, We need to think about this on a deeper level. So some examples could be like more time with your family or the freedom and flexibility to have your own time or to feel passion or at least an interest in your work or a regular income so you can feel secure or just a job where you can feel valued by your boss if this year you felt undervalued where you are. So what is it that you want and this is the point where I would just be brainstorming and I tend to create a list so actually at the start of of this year I basically wrote out a list in this like jazzy gold pen and every single morning when I do my meditations and my mantras well I can't say every morning because you know we're all human here (laughs) but if I don't do this then I find it actually affects my my mood for the rest of the day so when I do manage to get down on my on my yoga mat and I do my mantras and I do my meditation very often at least three times a week I will get out this this list of what it is that I want and I've got about 10 things on there and they're very rare, um, varied from wanting to feel healthy, and, and wanting to help people like you in order to feel clearer, and wanting to have more flexibility with my time, and to have uh, a financial freedom, and things like that, and they help me, because there have been days when I felt so tired and run down, and, and there's been days like everybody, I'm sure you've had this too, when you know life kind of knocks you sideways and the thing is when things like that happen or when your family members get ill or when life happens when challenges come up it can be so hard to carry on it can be so hard and and to actually you know wake up feeling positive and this is why actually being positive takes work it requires you to get up To, you know, think about what makes you positive, to use tools like meditation or yoga, and also reading out a list of of things that you want, things that you want to contribute to the world so that it can remind you. You know, in the really hard days when you don't want to get out of bed, it can remind you why you are doing what you're doing. And honestly, it is so invaluable when that happens, when you're able to look down and see a list of things that connect with you, that make you feel something. That is why this activity here is really really important so it's meant to be positive um, (laughs) which it is so so spend a bit of time just thinking about what it is that you what you want and come up with a list it could be five things 10 things 20 things whatever you want as long as it connects with you on a deep level Okay, so number three is reconnect with your why. Now, if you're a regular listener of this podcast or you're a Fearless Careers member, woohoo! Um, then you'll know that I am really big in understanding your why. And by this, I mean understanding the reasons behind why you're doing something, why you're getting up in the morning and why you want what you want. So in the previous activity, you kind of figured out what you want. This is about understanding why you want what you want. And when you understand why you're doing something, it helps bring more meaning into your life. Plus it helps with resilience as well. So in my coaching program and masterclasses, I always recommend writing a why mission statements. So this could be, uh, my why is to help build technology that contributes to a more sustainable planet and to provide love and support to my family. I mean, that's a really lovely big one but the thing is is that it doesn't need to be as big as that because if you're in a challenging situation then your why can be something like um to begin to feel more confident and connected with yourself and to bring in a regular income or or to start a new hobby so that you can start to feel secure and begin to heal and this is why it's so personal to you so if you don't have a why mission statement then um, definitely listen back on the previous episodes. I'd say definitely listen to episode um, two, which is how to find fulfillment and purpose in your work. And also episode three, which is how to decide your career direction in, in STEM. And this goes through some steps, including working out your why mission statement. And if you already have a why mission statement because you're a Fearless Careers Path member, then read over it and ask yourself, is this still true for me? Because it's important to stay in touch with yourself and understand that over the course of a year, even this year, particularly this year, because it's so, it's been so strange, your why might have changed. So if things have changed, then write another mission statement that is true for you now. Okay, so number three is set priorities. And let's be honest, you probably want to do lots of things and be everything to everybody. But deep down, you know that this is impossible. And one surefire way of burning out next year is by trying to do too much, This is why getting clear on your priorities is key. So, the next activity is very simple. I want you to make a list of everything that's important to you, such as moving forward in your career, being there with your family, having fun with friends or starting a new hobby or, or working on a side project. And obviously as well, your, your mental health and your well-being. When you've got that list, what you need to do is then put it in order of priority. Now, I know that this is hard, but later in the year, when you're deciding whether you want to say yes to something, you need to be clear in your priorities. Otherwise, you can end up saying yes to the wrong things and then regretting it later. So having clarity is really, really important here. So there's a couple of things I want to mention regarding putting all of your priorities in order. So the first one is that you must come first. Your mental health and well-being needs to be top priority because if it isn't then you won't be able to do your best with the other stuff it's like when you're in that on an airplane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first rather than helping anybody else it's exactly the same so this means that sometimes you do need to prioritize yourself above your job above your family and above your friends not all of the time because obviously you don't want to neglect anybody but you also don't want to neglect yourself so if you feel that you're beginning to get tired or ill, then it is important to slow down. You need to prioritise you. So really, number one on your list should be yourself. But, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth. If you think differently, that's fine. Um, but it is really, really important. So another thing I want to mention is that if you want to f- like focus on your career, then there is no shame in putting your career as your number two priority so this means above your family and friends this doesn't mean that you're a bad person or anything like that it just means that for one year this year you have decided that you want to focus on your career and that's fine it means that you may need to sacrifice birthday parties or or other things like that but if you're clear on what your priorities are Then you can do that guilt free, or you can then make decisions and be more picky, I guess, about the particular um, events that you want to go to. So there is no shame in prioritizing your family above your career either. So it might be that right now you can't prioritize your job, it might be that you can't go above and beyond. Maybe you're somebody. Dad is very used to working very hard maybe you're somebody who loves to go above and beyond in your career but the thing is is that right now you might have other responsibilities in your life and this means that you can't do all of that plus look after the the responsibilities whether it's it's having to pick kids up or walking the dog or something like that it's okay to make that choice that maybe for one year you just can't go above and beyond and there is no reason to feel guilty for that and the important part here is having boundaries and compartmentalizing things in in your life so the clearer you can set your boundaries for yourself the more balance you'll have in your life for example from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. like during the working week you may want to prioritize your work but then outside of these hours you then want to prioritize your family or a hobby. You need to be clear with your boundaries and then also communicate these with your colleagues and with people in your life so that when it gets to 4 p.m. you can shut your laptop and you can then go and do what you need to do. And you can do that guilt free. And that's the important thing here. So number five is set a clear purpose for your year. So once you're clear on your why and and your priorities and you've prioritized your priorities, um, then you can think about what you want from your year. So ask yourself this following question, okay? And this is very, very important. What is the one core purpose of next year? And I know this is really hard, But it's so important to be clear about what it is that you want from your year. It could be anything from getting a new job to focusing more on your family or feeling more confident. It helps to have one core purpose because this is essentially it sets a tone for the year it grounds you in what is most important to you then when you've got your one for the whole entire year then you can kind of go into a little bit more detail then you can ask yourself what is the key purpose of quarter one so an example could be getting your cv done and and starting interviews and then you can ask yourself okay well now i know that what is the key purpose of quarter two and that could be starting a new job so that way You've got a core purpose for your year as a whole then you know your purpose of quarter one and your purpose of quarter two. So you kind of know what you're focusing on in those quarters. And then, to be honest, then you can leave quarter three and four because you don't know what is going to happen at the end of next year. And what I usually do is have a check-in after six months because who knows what will happen. So I will probably end up doing a, a reminder episode for you in the middle of next year and then we can do that together over the summer. And if you're somebody that likes goals, then you can think about attaching a specific goal to quarter one. So your purpose might be getting your CV done and starting interviews or or starting a new job. And you can break that down into as many goals as, as you want. But I always feel that actually having a primary goal is the most important thing because you can plan so much. But as we know from this year, plans can, can go awry. So as long as you have high level goals that are guiding you throughout the year, then that's what is really, really important. Okay, so number six, and I love this one, is create a vision board. I don't know if you've created vision boards before or not, but I find them really, really um, quite powerful. So you can set aside some time for yourself on a cozy afternoon with a cup of tea, or maybe one evening with a glass of wine, whatever you want, to create a vision board. So you can do this on Pinterest, or you can go the old school route, which is actually what I prefer, which is cutting out pictures from magazines. I do prefer that. And I have to try and beg people for their old magazines, you know, because I don't want to just buy magazines for the sake of it, uh, which is a bit difficult now. So maybe I'll have to do it on, on Pinterest or something. But I find this process really fun and, and therapeutic because you're essentially envisioning what you want to welcome into your life which is so lovely. And it's such a a powerful, positive experience. And it doesn't mean that it has to happen. It's more about thinking positively about the next year in your life. So to create your vision board, you can just cut out or, or just add any photos that you feel connected to or inspired by. It can be people and places and buildings or scenery or anything else that kind of brings up this feeling inside you and i have my vision board in my office where i see it every day and i have to say i had a really strange experience earlier this year um because one one thing that i've got on there is this picture of a tent that's under this gorgeous like sky of stars and the the tent there's like a light in the tent and you can you can see like that there's somebody in there and then there's somebody else just standing up and looking at the stars and I had this this very strange moment when um I was camping with my partner and I just heard him calling out to me and he was like "Hey, hey, come 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 and I was like what and he was like come out here now and it was about 11 o'clock at night or something and I ran out and I was like whoa whoa thinking that I don't know he had been run over by a tractor or something like that and um he said look up and I looked up and it was the most beautiful sky it was like the milky way and it, I've honestly I've never seen anything as clear as that before it was absolutely stunning and we kind of went on this little walk and we were walking back and honestly it was exactly the the same as the picture and I, it, I had goosebumps it was so strange because I knew in that moment I was like wow that is one thing that was on my vision board and that's was such a positive experience for me because in the light of all the stress and the weirdness that has happened this year to have something on my vision board come true and to see that in such an obvious way as well it's kind of creepy I don't know if you believe in that sort of thing I am a little bit spiritual and woo-woo in that sense. Um, But sometimes you just can't deny it. (laughs) And then when I came home and I looked at my vision board, I just started laughing because I was like, oh my goodness, it, it actually happened. That's amazing. So I'm just waiting for all the other things to start happening as well. And actually one of the other things was to be able to communicate to people in this way and to help people. One of my goals of helping people like yourself to get clear and to feel a bit more positive is happening and this honestly it brings me so much joy honestly I keep saying honestly a lot it's so powerful so do a vision board because it will just bring you some happiness as well okay to wrap up with number seven which is also a very important one I've said they're all important but this is to plan in reset time and this is something that I started doing a few years back and it really really helps and another way of calling it's like a life day where essentially you get organized and you sort out your washing and you look back through your why mission statement and if you've gone through all of these activities you can actually read back through them because what it does whether you take a, a couple of days or an afternoon you basically book out time in your diary and make sure you book it out otherwise it won't happen note it in now a day in january where you can just sit down and reflect and basically reset and give yourself a bit of time to kind of ramp up into the year because let's be honest going from december to january can be quite a jolt and and that's not what we want you can do it uh, a lot more gradually and give yourself a bit more space and time and I think there's this pressure especially in January to you know get on it with the oh what are you going to be doing what new health kick or you know how are you going to improve your life and things like this but just taking the time to sort out basic things as well and planning and if you like stationery I love stationery like pads of paper and diaries and stuff like that I'll buy myself a, a nice new notepad and I'll write on the first page if any if any of you know that that wonderful feeling of when you write on the very first page and you want to make it all neat it's just really satisfying doing things like that um having you time having a bath whatever you want but having a reset day where essentially it's a fresh start after december and then you're starting the new year fresh and if you need any more help, then um, I have got a free career clarity starter guide for you, which if, if you haven't already gone to my website and downloaded this, or if you're new to the podcast, then um, this will help you to take steps towards getting clear. So then you can create a career that's aligned with you. And the whole point of it is is to help you to get clear on where you're at now, and to understand what it is that you want and where you want to be. And then to get clear on kind of the current issues in your job, if there are any, and then identify whether there's actually anything that you can do about it. And then you can get clear on on what steps that you need to take in order to go forward. So if you're ever wondering about whether it's time for a job change or to stay, or or should you change jobs or maybe move departments or anything like that, then this will definitely help with that. So head over to my website, um, just go to www.hayleyloren.com dot com forward slash coaching and you'll be able to get instant access to it there and with that I will say thank you so much for listening to this this is the last episode of season one and it's been quite a journey starting this podcast um, as cheesy as that sounds and I'm slowly improving the quality the audio quality so hopefully this sounds a bit better for you if you're a regular listener and I just can't wait for next year I've got lots of ideas for new episodes and I'm going to be um, starting things back up again in the new year. So have a wonderful break if you're having any time off. If, as I said, if you're listening to this in the future, then I hope that you can use these tools and these activities to kind of reflect, to feel grounded and to start 2021, oh my goodness off, from a real positive place. Thank you so much. And I will speak to you very, very soon.